Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> what I, was that? <laughs> well, listen, uh, for those of you listening, we are recording this remotely. <laughs> so I heard the intro song in my ears, but Sarah just kind of sat there patiently. Uh, no, I heard it. Did you really? I think I heard it through your headphones. <laughs> They're close enough to your mic that I heard it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was pretty loud and it hurt my ears, but that's fine. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's Not Friendship Island. My name is Brendan. I'm Sarah. And today we're talking about Love Island All-Stars uh, Week 2, Part 1, also known as Episodes 7, 8, and 9. Yes, because 6 was Unseen Bits. And as every and they will season, remain. They will remain unseen. unseen. <laughs> I think I watched unseen bits during games, but that was the only time I was tempted to watch mm-hmm. unseen bits. And that's because I wanted more Callum. That was it. Yeah. Can I be honest with you, Sarah? Yes. They didn't quit it, so Ooh. I'm gonna go nuclear. <laughs> I just want that to be clear. But yeah. before we do get into it, patreon.com slash notfriendshipislandpod, where for just $5 uh, a month, you get weekly episodes, <laughs> new episodes of old seasons. Uh, currently, we are uh, uh, about a third of a way through season seven UK. We already have a season five UK uploaded the whole season. So go ahead, drop us some of your hard-earned money and listen to it. <laughs> Why do you always you always end up making it weird? <laughs> Just by mentioning money, I, it's a you know it's a healthy relationship to to you know they give us money for extra stuff and that's fine. Okay, that's kind of the Maybe. whole point of Patreon. Maybe you're right. I think we chose season seven at a bad time because all of this season seven stuff is coming up. Before mm-hmm. you've had a chance to see it all. So you are getting some spoilers. But that, you know, we knew that that was the nature of game or All-Stars. All-Stars and games, to be fair. We knew that that was a possibility. Um, so also follow us on Instagram at NotFrenchBylandPod. That's mm-hmm. where we post. That's where we post all of the things. And review us and rate us where you listen. Indeed. Five stars, ideally. I mean... If I had to pick. If you, if you're, if you would. <laughs> ready? I am think? ready. Uh, after you have watched these episodes now, do all of my insane Instagram stories make sense to you? Yes. Uh, there are no good people anymore. <gasps> That's not true. I know. I'm being hyperbolic. But no one is in the right. Can I say that? No. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I guess I will go nuclear by myself. What about Anton? Uh, Anton's a, Anton's a little blind, I think, but that's fine. I mean, he's a little awky. He's a little awky. But... He's a little Delulu. <laughs> he is a little Delulu. I might have actually written that. I guess we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into episode seven. This opens back on the night of the punk party, which is the start of Arabella's private dates with the boys. So we see her walk in and arrive to the private date area. And did you also see, it's worth mentioning, uh, that their set had the same uh, neon flamingo as me? Oh my gosh, they're biting your style. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch stole my look. How dare they? 
Anyways, I had to make note of that. Um, all of the boys are stoked on this date. So they all head out. We hear the girls chat. We hear the speculation that Torby had a little something on the side at one point with Arabella. And there is some confusion on my part uh, for, because they say that they had this hookup and we'll get there about a year, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know exactly when him and Chloe broke up, but that seems mighty close. It Convenient. sounds fishy. It seems like Chloe got caught first, so he could be the good guy. Maybe. Who knows? Let me ask you a question. Why is he the only one dating all these other Islanders after Torby? the show? What's going on with that? I mean, I think there are probably other others that would, like, if they could. Like, Mitch, for example, would date any Love Islander he could get, besides Liberty, <laughs> he could get his hands on. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so, I don't know. I think Torbs is just, like, he's, like, lost in the sauce of Love Island. Because he has a Love Island podcast, too. Oh. And uh, I think he's just like kind What's of. What's his podcast name? Actually, no free promotion, Toby. Idiot. <laughs> I don't remember what it's called anyway. It's some kind of it's some kind of spoof on like go for a chat or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anyways, we see the boys all meet and or greet Arabella and they sit down with her for their private date. They pop the champagne. She asks who's coupled up and they all say that no one is properly coupled at the moment. They say that everyone is single. Callum says that there was a recoupling last night and Molly chose him. But who knows? I can't get into it now. We'll get into it later. I can't do it right now. You know what I mean? Don't I do it then. I won't. Oh, God. <laughs> I I forgot to empty out these soap boxes. So you're going to ruin all my soap. <laughs> you're going to stand on all my soap. <laughs> the boxes. I'm not standing on the soap again. But they're I filled with slip. soap. Yeah, but I'm not going to stand on the part that is open to the soap. I'm gonna These are cardboard this. boxes. Okay, that's not what I'm standing on then. <laughs> Mitch says that him and Liberty <laughs> shared a kiss, but they are extremely open. Toby says well, that he... Oh. he He's extremely open. But we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> the thing is that Liberty would say when asked... That she is very open. And she would say it's early days. It's all of that. And do you know what I'm getting uh, flashes of? And you're not mm. going to like it. Uh-oh. KK. A little bit. Listen, I am nothing if not fair and balanced. I know. And Liberty it's... has let me down. Okay? I know you are. But that doesn't make it any less disappointing. True. When, you know, the inevitable comes to pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toby says that he has had a very long day and that he was shocked to see her. He's saying a long day because of the, whatever drama he had between him and Georgia Steele. And Arabella says that they have some history and there are some conversations to be had between them. That's also like the line for this season. Anytime somebody with any kind of history comes in, there are conversations to be had. Then why didn't you have them? Why didn't you have them? hundred percent have them well well now they're going to <laughs> well i think now they had to wait to be on tv to have them or else if if a conversation wasn't had on tv was could Did you even really hear it happen yeah <laughs> indeed 
And we see Georgia, don't know which one at this moment, is talking to Hannah back in the yard. And she says that even though her and Toby said they were open, okay, it's Georgia Steele. (laughs) (laughs) Even on her date with Josh, she says she was not acting properly open, which is obviously true. And Georgia is like, great, now he's in the hideaway with another ex. Can I just say that I'm going to say this once and never again because I hate that I'm saying it. Okay. That's not fucking Toby's fault. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. That's not a hot take. Don't worry. It doesn't come off like I understand that it's not a hot take, but it it hurts to to admit. Yeah, you're sounding like a real Toby follower right now. (laughs) Shut your freaking mouth or I'll go nuclear. (laughs) Back in the hideaway, Arabella says that she has um, not been single for too long. And I believe she says she's 32 now and looking for something serious and she wants a family. And this comes up later also. But, like, for all of the times that, like, Georgia Steele is like, ah, Toby's age. And she's 25 and he's 24. Listen, Arabella is 32 and he is 24. She is the one, I feel like, who should be allowed to be like, oh, but the age thing. Yeah, 100%. If anybody. But and they've already hooked up, so. It. Yeah. Um, she says that she has been very unlucky in love, and this year she hopes is her year. Toby asks what she's looking for, and she says that she used to have a type, but right now it's way more about connection. Mitch asks her love language, which she's like, ooh, I love that question. And she says she loves touch and words of affirmation. Also, uh a friend of the podcast has told me breaking news uh that apparently love languages are a lie he told me that they're fake and i'm like what does that mean how can something like that be fake but he says it's been proven that uh like dating somebody who has like the same love language as you like doesn't make you more compatible and i'm like who really thought that was true yeah but yeah i don't think that (laughs) means anything I agree. I agree. I just had to say it. Breaking news. Love languages are false. Canceled. Exactly. Um, we also see another slow-mo dance party, but with Arabella and all the boys in like their punk garb. But it seems weird because the girls are still in like the backyard by themselves and they're having like a whole nother slow-mo dance party. <laughs> um, and we see Arabella and the boys come out from their date. All of the girls go out to greet her. And they all seem to be friends, but in particular, she seems to greet both Georgia, Harrison, and Molly a little bit more warm. So maybe they're more familiar with each other on the outside. That's what it kind of seems like. Mm -hmm. We see Arabella sit with the girls. She says it was nice to meet the guys, and they all said that they were open. Georgia Harrison asks a top three, but of course, she does not say. They should just cut that out from now on. That's... What I'm saying. <laughs> they, as the producers, have that ability. Stop teasing me into thinking I'm going to hear a top three only to hear that it's all about personality and she doesn't know yet. You know what I mean? Listen, if I have the foresight to cut out when I say horrible things, they should have the foresight to cut out when somebody asks a question that is not answered. You don't always have that foresight. We, as a team, have that foresight. <laughs> Sometimes the listeners also help you have that foresight, which at that point, it's not foresight anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is hindsight. Uh, 
Arabella says that she really wants to get to know people. And she says that Anton was in her series and she knows Toby. They had a brief thing in the past. Georgia Steele asks about the past and Arabella says it was like a fling about a year, a year and a half ago. They were texting a bit throughout the summer here and there. And Georgia talks about how things have been messy with them today. And she is more open now than she has been. Uh, Toby tells the boys about his history with Arabella. And he says that they've known each other for about a year. They texted back and forth. And then she moved to Ibiza. He says that they did not have sex. He makes a point to say that they did not when the boys ask. And all of the boys do not believe him right away. They all laugh. They're like, yeah, right. Well, because he did the thing where he was like, no. So he has plausible deniability either way. He's like, I didn't lie about not having sex with you. But I also didn't. I wasn't definitive in not having sex with you. (laughs) I didn't make a point to be honest about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We see Arabella chat with Chris and she asks what happened between him and Molly. And Chris says he just went for it with her. And he says that she seems very confident. And he says that she has nice lips and to not be nervous. And she's like, I'm literally not nervous. Listen, you can't make me nervous. (laughs) And then he says that her lips would look amazing wrapped around a sandwich. Cock. Oh, right. Boo. Not Buddha. You know, Buddha the joke. Not yours. That wasn't a joke. That wasn't. I mean, it was a joke. He didn't say that. Oh, right. (laughs) He gets really overtly sexual sometimes in a way that, like, I feel like if it were me, like, I know he's jokey jokey, but sometimes I'm like, oh, you try to slip in that one in, aren't you? Yeah, I think he goes there really quickly, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, we see Callum chat with Molly about her choice to choose him at the recoupling, and she says it was 50-50, and she didn't know which way that uh, she was going to go. And at one point, before she says 50-50, he's like, oh, yeah, like 90-10 or something. She's like, 50-50, and he's like, 50-50? What the fuck? Uh, she says that nothing has progressed with them. Callum says, it's a two-way street. I feel like you don't chat to me, so I don't know how to progress. She says, well, we came here for a reason. We need to give ourselves a chance to get to know other people. And he asks her if she wants to try to make it work. And he's confused by her answer. And I'll be honest, I I am also confused. And also, I am sick of them saying that they are confused. Because they have been together for four years. Mm -hmm. And by the way... Sorry, continue. No, no, no. Go, go. You go ahead. Uh, Every single conversation they have from here on out is this conversation. It's the same conversation. And they flip places. Mm -hmm. Like, this time Molly's doing this part. Next conversation, it'll be Callum doing that part. And it's, like, so annoying. You guys have no reason to be looking at each other and talking about the issue and still saying you're confused. Just give each other a definitive answer. Yeah, it's really annoying because he's an idiot and just just can't express himself. And she is also an idiot and can't just be like, "Do I want you do I want you to pursue me because I say I do, but I also want to pursue other people." It's so conf- dude, they just need to not talk to each other, I think, forever. Yeah. 
it's just really it's really really frustrating and at least the first two episodes for this week it's the fucking molly show and i can't i cannot deal with it Mm -mm. anyways so what i see happening right now in this part of this chat is callum is like do you want to give it a shot and molly is saying i don't know i don't know what you want and callum is saying well wouldn't it be nice to work on things and then she says, I don't know. How am I supposed to know if you don't chat to somebody else? And yeah. <laughs> then he will be like, okay, well then tell me when you figure it out pretty much. And it's like, I think Callum thinks that he is being more definitive about what he wants than he is because he's asking the question and he asks it a few different times and it gets brought up where he's like, you know, should we pursue things again? Are you interested in that? Are you interested in me? And Molly laughs at those questions. And then she's like, well, I can't believe he's not chatting to me more about this. And he's like, I'm the only one chatting to you. It's so frustrating to watch them. And Molly walks away and everyone sees her walking away. And they're like, Molly, Molly, are you okay? And I'm like, what must it feel like to be such a main character? But she goes inside. Some of the girls follow. She breaks down the conversation that she just had with Callum. And she says he isn't being clear on what he wants. Which I which, think like, he kind of is. You're, you're just being a little obtuse. I mean, they're both being obtuse. But, like, you refuse to read between the lines at all. Like like you said, you've been to, with this man for four years. You should un, You should know how he communicates. Right. That's literally my next note. I wrote I, at some point, girly, you have to read between the lines. He only talks to you at this point. He we have never seen him talk to another girl in interest. Uh, like, I don't You guys came here for the same thing. Right. That's what she always says. But you don't see him doing that. You're doing that. But you don't see him doing that at this point. Granted, we will get there. But right. How many times is he supposed to hear? I won't know if you really want to get back with me if I don't see you being pursued by somebody else. And she did say that. So just keep that Numer- in mind. Numerous times. Put a pin in it. Put, one put several pins in it. <laughs> Next, we see Georgia Harrison with Josh on the daybed. They're all cuddled up. They talk about being in bed together. They have a kiss. Um, they are very physically close. They look like a couple. I mean, well, he looks, looks like. like a goober, but well, yeah, I just hate his hair. It's bad <laughs> hair. Oh, it's a bad hair. And I don't like his his sunglasses with the chains on them. I think that they would look cool on somebody else, but I do not think they look cool on him. Yeah. At bedtime before bed, we see Anton chatting with Molly, who is upset about her chat with Callum from earlier and she ha- she says that she has had to do a lot of reading between the lines their whole relationship and she doesn't want to do it anymore. So I guess maybe maybe she's being obtuse for a reason and thinking it's going to force him to uh I don't know be more committal or definitive in his statements but it's it's not it's right. not working if that's if that is the plan here. We see Liberty and Mitch have a little spoon. Josh and Georgia H Gross. are making out at bedtime and Arabella is sleeping in the hallway in the morning. Where she belongs. <laughs> Why? 
I don't know. It just felt like oh, the right thing okay. to say. <laughs> In the morning, Georgia Steele tells the girls that she has made up her mind and she is going to be very open now. We see Anton does some meditating with Georgia Harrison. She tries to like hype him up a little bit. And I was like, I guess there's no awkwardness there. I No, I there can't... is. <laughs> well, during this part, there isn't like. Okay. You think there is? No, I mean. Oh. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. But like every other interaction is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one. But at this point, I was like, maybe it just seems really obvious that she's moved on. So he like just doesn't feel the need to like talk about it i don't know um and we see some boys chats callum says that there is no clear direction from molly (laughs) at this point that's true uh and they talk to him about chatting to other girls uh georgia Steele in particular and giving that a shot uh, because that is what molly keeps telling him to do talk to other girls that's the only way we'll know for sure so Demi says that since Arabella entered the villa, Lewis has been really touchy-feely still, which she appreciates. She finds that validating that a new girl has come in and he hasn't, like, retracted at all. Um, Chris says that Arabella might think he is too silly and that she seems very, very confident. Um, Toby says that he thinks Georgia Steele is deeper than him and that she can't handle him. Uh, it's not exactly what's happening here, but you know, I mean, it kind of is. <laughs> Unfortunately, it kind of is. She just looks oh. like such an idiot, dude. Georgia Steele. Yeah. Oh, I don't think she looks that bad in this. Okay. I mean, she moves on from him quick enough. I feel like. Yeah, that's true. She does. Uh, but like the but... whole like we said we were open, but I wasn't acting open to someone that wasn't you. And I was like, okay, well, then what are you doing? I think she's, well, I think she's just admitting to that, though. I think she's admitting to the fact that, like, sure, we said we were open, but I am noticing now I really was not acting as open as I said I was. Yeah, but she was saying it like that was Toby's fault. Oh, really? Yeah. She was was like, I read it like she was mad at the whole situation. And, like, Toby was supposed to know that she wasn't as open as she, I don't know. I'm not trying to defend Toby. He's a idiot Toby dork follower. loser. Take to- it back. Do you, can you believe that he had the nerve to call somebody else a dweeb in these episodes? I know, dude. Look at your teeth. <laughs> what are you doing? His teeth? His whole mouth situation is weird, dude. You look like <laughs> Double D or Ed or Eddie. One of them. Oh, wow. Which one? The one Ed, Ed, or Eddie. The The, the idiot one. Oh, that's Ed. Yeah. <laughs> Double D is the, the skinny one with the hat, and then Eddie was the other one? Yeah. Eddie okay. was, like, the shysty one, you know? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, Georgia Harrison says that her and Josh had a kiss the night before, but she remembers that he has hurt her in the past, so she is taking everything with a pinch of salt, especially because she does not know how he will, like, move now that Arabella is here as well. Then the debriefs are over. We see Molly walk over to Demi and Lib and say that she thinks Callum is going to make a beeline for Georgia Steele. And my conspiracy theory brain at this point was like, how would she know that if Callum didn't warn her that that is what his plan is to do? Like, what do you mean? You're just, how do you know that he's just going to make a beeline for this person? (laughs) And uh, yeah, I don't, I feel like, 
I'm off the conspiracy train now. I'm half uh, on, half off. Because you would imagine that they'd plan a little bit better. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They don't seem like they planned well at all, and yet here I am still believing it. What can I do? You know what I mean? Sure. I'm committed now. I'm here. Yeah. You know me. Uh, I love magical thinking. <laughs> Uh, but then she starts to get upset talking about this, the fact that he might crack onto somebody else. And I wrote, is she on crack? And in her talking head, she now says that if Callum really wanted to rekindle things, he wouldn't be doing everything in his power to do what she literally fucking asked him to do. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid, dude. Because I think I know what she's trying to do. It's just like, it was. it's all a test. And like, uh, I'm I'm gonna catch him in the lie of not actually wanting because if he did love me he he would he would say no I don't want to see other girls and I don't care whether or not you want to get together with me I'm gonna fight for you but like that's not how the real world works it's not like you're freaking it's not like yeah. a freaking movie and. As you mentioned before, they were together for, what, three or four years? Mm-hmm. She knows this man. She should know if this if this uh, would work on him. I mean, it seems like it doesn't. So, I mean. so Seems like they should stay broken up. Yeah. And then also get dumped, <laughs> please, mm. from the island. Uh, so Molly gets upset. Uh Liberty and Demi follow her in where, God, they, she just has people trailing her anywhere she goes. Uh, so they follow her inside. Georgia Steele comes in to comfort her as well. And she says, this seems like, I guess, the best time to tell her. She says that out of everyone, she feels like she would chat to Callum, but it's hard to get past the quote unquote Molly thing. And Molly like completely turns it off, all of the tears and everything. And she just tells Georgia to explore it. And she's like, we're mates. Just do it anyways. I'm yes. Like, be an you? unwitting pawn in my situation. I'm like, are you okay? No. What do you mean? <laughs> she is not unwell. <laughs> we see Arabella chat with Mitch and she says that he surprised her yesterday and that he has good banter. She asks about his situation. He says his options are open, but he's coupled with Liberty. And he says that they have kissed in bed and he is a cuddly person. He likes PDA. And she says that she likes PDA as well. And we see Liberty chat with some of the girls. And she says that she doesn't think she has been receiving much energy from Mitch. That's because you haven't. Um, And that (laughs) he, (laughs) he doesn't show if he really likes her. That's because he doesn't. And the girls are like, ah, that's just Mitch, though. And Liberty says she wants someone who just sees her worth and values her. That's not and, Mitch. And in her talking head, she says she won't be a plan B girl. But yes, you will. Proudly. Yeah, by your own design. Yeah. And we see Liberty talk with Chris in the kitchen, and she tells him that she is coupled with Mitch, obviously, as if he didn't know. It was so strange that she was, like, standing in the kitchen with him. She's like... Well, I'm with Mitch. Chris is like, yeah, I've been on the island. I've seen I'm, it. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? She says, obviously, she is still open and that he is someone that she wants to get to know. He says he is interested in that as well and that she has a lot of personality. Uh, 
he doesn't really look interested. He like barely looks up from the eggs he's cooking to like have this conversation with her at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Arabella chat with Georgia Steele and Georgia says that she is interested in knowing the history that she has with Toby uh, because it was her history with Toby that made her decide like her whole choice in coupling up with him. And Arabella says that her and Toby had a one night stand like a year, year and a half ago, but that they did sleep together. And that's really it. They both talk about the age thing, which, as I said, makes way more sense for Arabella to care about this than Georgia. Mm -hmm. And Arabella says that her and Toby do have flirty banter, but they haven't really chatted too much since she got there. And then we see Chris call Arabella up to the terrace for some midday riz. Okay. He's he's open. He's honest. I guess. Uh, he asks her her favorite drink, and she says Coke Zero, which, as you know, we're both Coke Zero girlies. Mm-hmm. Love it. Diet and Coke girlies could die. No, I'm sorry. Kick rocks. <laughs> yeah. Just go kick some rocks. Coke Zero is where it's like it. Uh, and Chris says he likes people that he can waffle with and kind of go off on <clears throat> tangents with. Arabella says that, or she asks him rather if he's ever had his heart broken. He says yes, and they both say, you know, you really need to have your heart broken to really understand love. And she says in her talking head that Chris is her front runner at the moment. What do you think about these two? Uh, they seem to really get along. Like it seems genuine, but yeah. it's weird. But that's fine. That's, that's just because Chris is weird, though. I think. Yeah, that's true. I kind of like, I liked him when I first saw him again, and I was like, "Oh, Chris is fun." And then now it's been like a week, and I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm over him again." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like his whole thing is like, "I am weird, right?" Like, look at how weird I am. Yeah, honey, we get it. We get yeah, it. You're weird. Waffles, <laughs> pancake pudding. Hurrah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We see uh, Josh chat with Molly. He asks why she stormed off last night, which she disagrees with, which is so stupid to like say that she didn't storm off. You've been storming off the past few nights. Who are you, Holly Berry? Because all you do is storm. Oh, I get it. She played storm. You want to know what happens to a toad when it gets struck by lightning? The same mm-hmm. thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why bring so- it up then? Uh, it's a quote from that movie. <laughs> I kind of figured. <laughs> uh, he asks what her ideal situation would be, and she says that she doesn't have one, but that she knows that Georgia is going to get to know Chris. And they talk about getting to know each other a little bit more. So I guess, at least at this point in time, that is what she is saying that she's doing. That's the direction she says that she is going. And it's nighttime. Well, getting ready for the night. Josh says to Chris that Georgia H is his priority, but he came here for a connection and wonders if he should just kiss Molly. Crazy of Chris to not be like, man, she doesn't like it when you do that. Trust yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't just lay it on her. She does not like it. She might cry right after. Uh, but instead, they role play the scenario. <laughs> and uh, we see Callum ta- chat to Georgia S. And, of course, the first thing he brings up is Molly and how he feels like he gets nothing back from her. And he's like, you had your thing with Toby. I had my thing with Molly. Maybe everything is happening at the right time. 
And he says, before Molly walked in, he would have picked her. And Georgia asks, says, out of all the boys, he is the top for her. And they both say that they don't want to force things, but that they will continue to get to know each other. But also, Georgia, for talking all this shit about being open, got really excited when he said he was not interested in talking to anyone else. Callum? Just saying, yes. Well... What is that a crazy thing? Who wouldn't want the person that they're interested in to not want to talk to anybody else? People who are open. Yeah, but you only they only say that. You know what I mean? I know. That's all I'm doing. I'm pointing out her lie. It's not her lie. It's Their the lie. show. <laughs> Don't blame Georgia. I mean, she happens to be the one that is propagating that lie currently. They all play the exact same game with saying that they're open. I know, especially this season. These girls are crazy. Well, because they think that they're veterans, so that they think that they know better. So now they can like avoid the mistakes that they made the first time around. Which is so funny because the guy veterans are like, I'm not going to fucking couple up with anybody. (laughs) They have the exact opposite reaction. Honestly. So next we see a chat between Torbs and Arabella. And he says that he did not expect to see her. And Arabella is like, well, did you hope I would be here? And he says he doesn't know, which is like, nah, (laughs) I I know for me, that's code for I literally forgot about you until I saw you again. Yeah, I haven't thought about you since I freaking doinked your chotch. Oh, my God. But anyways, (laughs) Arabella says that she finds him attractive and she knows that they had a vibe. But she doesn't know if it's more than just, like, a flirty thing. He says his head is scrambled as he doesn't know what else to do. And Arabella asks if she was going to kiss him now, would he kiss her back? And he says to find out, but they don't. (laughs) So. Yeah, that's a bullshit question anyway. Yeah, it's a little weird. Fucking do it or don't, you know? (laughs) Molly chats with Demi about how weird it is to watch Callum crack on with Georgia And says that she, you know, she is so lovely and she's so certain that the two of them will get on. And Molly says that this proves to her that if he really likes her, she will know from this. And she starts to get upset again. And Demi says that she deserves better and that she has been so strong. And Molly says that all she wants is Callum to say that he only wants her. Then fucking give him anything that he's asked for. She just doesn't want to, like, she doesn't want to, like, prompt him to say exactly what she wants. I know, but literally, he asks. I know. No, I know. It's just, like, a very selfish thing where she's like, I don't care about his needs. I just want my needs to be met. But in her defense, it sounds like that situation was flipped in their relationship. Oh, for sure. I'm sure of it. But, like, walk away then. I don't, you know. I agree, right? Because they did. And they, you know, the one thing that keeps coming up is, like, things would need to change. uh, But neither of them actually seem interested in changing. I think because Callum doesn't think he did anything wrong. And Molly doesn't feel like she did anything wrong. Which, again, that just kind of boils down to, like, you guys just aren't right for each other. Exactly. Ron and Sammy type beat. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hopefully not. Hannah chats with Georgia Steele next. And Georgia says that she is not bothered by Toby not talking to her today. And she says she just wants to put her energy into someone who ticks more of her boxes. 
And we also see Callum say that Georgia is right up his street and she seems very cool so far since they have been chatting. So all good things on their side. And we see Molly chat with Toby about how him chatting to other girls after everything has happened now might make the girls feel like a second option because he wasn't really giving anyone the time of day before he was spending all of his time with Georgia Steele. And Molly says that he is giving madness vibes. And Toby has, again, nothing but the nerve to say that they are all just weird. <laughs> and I thought Molly- he was joking, but then as this conversation went on, <laughs> I was like, no, he's mad. Yeah, he is. And Molly tells him to take responsibility for his actions, which he laughs at, which is great. Uh, the fact that he laughs at it is I know. so it's because perfect. he's physically incapable of doing it. I said it during season seven, and I'll say it now. And I'm sure you'll say it more during season seven, also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, "Okay, if I take responsibility for my actions, you should too." And she's like, "Okay, what did I do?" And he doesn't say anything. And she's like, like "Exactly, girl. I have a list. Actually, if only you needed it, Torbs. Actually, mm-hmm. I don't have a list. I don't think Molly's done that much wrong. I think she is an idiot." Uh, I don't even think that she's an idiot. Yeah, that's being mean. I'm sorry. It's being reductive. Yeah, I don't think she's being an idiot. I think that... She's being unreasonable. I think she is being unreasonable. Definitely. We see Mitch and Arabella chat. She asks what turns him on, and he says girls in a white dress, which, of course, she is wearing. Uh, And Liberty is watching this. She's just spiraling. And after this conversation, Liberty chats to Mitch in the kitchen and she tells him that she told Chris earlier that she's open to getting to know him and that there's a vibe there. Uh, but she says she is more drawn to Mitch. And she says that she saw him chatting to Arabella and she is confused and she is going to match his energy. And he's like, we are open. I have been transparent about that. And I fucking hate to say Mitch is right. But they both have said that. I know. Just because you say it, I mean, okay, if you say it, you have to be willing to accept the consequences of it be happening. And all these girls want to be like, no, I'm the cool girl. I don't care if you talk to these other girls. And the second yeah. they do, the second they do, they're like, what are you doing? Like, why are you acting crazy? It's like, I've been doing what I said I've been doing, what you said you've been doing. Right. And now it's a different tune. Like, you cannot have it. What can't you have it? Both ways, babe. Thank you. You're welcome. And we see Liberty goes to tell the girls about her chat with Mitch and how she is just running out of patience with him and him telling her that she is his number one while he chats to anyone but her. And I will be honest, uh, they never talk. Like, Liberty and Mitch never talk. So... Like, unless there is, like, drama between them, we almost never see them hanging out, like, together at night or anything like that. They're never just, like, coupled up or cuddled up on one of the day beds or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and Demi tells her that he did pull her before her kiss with Lewis, before the recoupling, and that Mitch told her that she was his number one, which shocks Liberty. Uh, don't worry, not enough to actually make her change her tune, regardless of what she says over the next episode. So she walks right over to Mitch, who's sitting by some of the other boys, and she asks him if he told Demi that she was his number one before the recoupling. And he just kind of goes, fucking hell. She tells him to piss off, and she walks away. 
which takes us They're into done. episode eight. They right. must be done. Well, no. Sorry. Oh, damn. <laughs> and the boys are like, Mitch, you cannot be serious. Did you do that? And he's like, oh, I did. Yikes. I did do that. <laughs> uh, and we see Kaz pull Mitch to chat and she asks the the question I had from before. She says, did you have my back telling me about the kiss? Or did you want me to choose Lewis so that you could have a shot with Demi? Because I did wonder that. I wondered what his motive was in telling Kaz. But let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. How would telling her about the kiss motivate her to pick him? Honestly, I have no idea. (laughs) But it did. But it. That's why I was like. That's why I was like, "What is going on? Like, shouldn't that be the opposite? Like, it." It seems like by that logic, he would be having your back. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I I also do not know. But Dude, I even did wonder Kaz that. acts a little weird this th- these episodes. And we'll get I into agree. it later. But Yes, we will. Uh, and Mitch says that he did have Kaz's back. And that was his point in doing that. And Kaz asks who Mitch had wanted to choose him in the recoupling. And he's like. Well, whoever picks me obviously wants to get to know me more. So I'll go with that. And I'm like, that's embarrassing. Do you hear yourself? (laughs) You are so embarrassing. God, he doesn't. He doesn't even have like. He can't even see how embarrassing he is. That's so crazy. And Liberty walks over at one point during this chat just to sit there long enough to say that she isn't a placeholder. And then walks away and i was like girl stay away you look fucking silly you look silly and i love her i love her to death i still do but she it's looks stupid she looks stupid kk vibes kk vibes if you guys watched us season five you get it and we see demi come over as well and she apologizes for dropping the information that she did Kaz asks if Demi and Lewis had not shared the kiss, would you want Demi over Liberty? And he says, yes. And Kaz is just kind of like, okay, cool. Bye. Mm -hmm. And Demi apologizes to Mitch again. And he says not to worry about it. Well, at least he's cool with her. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. Right. And Kaz goes back to sit with Liberty. She continues to, uh, or I'm sorry, Demi comes over with Kaz and Liberty and she continues to apologize and try to explain her telling them about what Mitch said. And she does not stop talking. And she's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I haven't talked to him since the kiss with Lewis. Da, 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 da. Liberty's like, it's fine. I wish you had told me earlier. It is what it is. And Demi's like, no, no, please stop. Please stop speaking. So I can continue to explain myself. And Liberty starts to get upset, and I'm just like, read the room, Demi. Like, walk away. Nobody cares about you. Like, or, not even in, like, a negative way. Like, this is this is not about you right now, dude. Yeah, and if you're not going to walk away, just sit there quietly. Put a hand on her shoulder, whatever. Don't touch Kaz. She's probably still pissed at you. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to try to comfort Liberty, put a hand on her shoulder and then walk away. Because you are not like, it just doesn't seem comforting. Tell me I'm crazy. I don't know. I would never. Yeah. 
Um, but Liberty does say that she had this intuition that something was off in terms of like the situation with Mitch. Don't worry. She will ignore the intuition moving forward. We will not have any of that pesky (laughs) gut feelings getting in the way. Um, we see, (laughs) we see Mitch come over and like ask to speak with her. And she tells him numerous times that she's not interested in talking to him. And we see Georgia asks Chata Molly next, and Georgia tells Molly about her interest in Callum. Molly says, it's weird, but your priority should be yourself, and she wishes them the best of luck, and she says, I just want you guys to be happy. And John- I don't believe I don't believe I don't want to talk about her anymore. <laughs> Never mind. She wants them to be happy momentarily, especially if it results in her being happy again later. <laughs> right, yeah. We see Josh chat with Molly on the terrace and Josh asks what's going on with her and Callum. And she is like, wow, why does everyone keep asking me that? I've not even spoken to him. (laughs) I'm just like, it's a big deal or it isn't. You know what I mean? Pick one. But the nerve to be like, why does everyone keep asking me about that? That's like the equivalent (laughs) of like uh, posting a Facebook post and be like, bad day. Don't ask. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it is kind of that oh my god the delulu uh josh asks who else she would want to get to know and she says out of everyone here it would be you she tells him that his eyes are ridiculous and she tells him that he should chat to georgia h first and figure that out this is also like even this interaction and the interaction that follows is just so weird like all I just feel like there's so many more rules of engagement in this season Mm -hmm. that don't need to be there that make it a worse show. Like, it's so annoying. I think it's because there's, like, obviously deeper friendships that have formed from their season. There were also relationships that have formed between people who weren't on the same season, but that end up in the same circles. So Mm -hmm. I think people are, like, really worried about, like, protecting some of those relationships. But I feel like... And, you know, this is from an outsider who has never been on a reality dating show and never will be. But, like, I feel like if you've come from that and you're going back to that, there should be, like, some level of, like, we have to give each other grace because this is what the show is. And, like, we don't write each other off if, like, you know, it gets uncomfortable because that's the show, babe. Yeah, babes. (laughs) So we see Hannah chat to Georgia H about how she watched Josh go up on the terrace with Molly. And she is like, we were kissing last night. I would rather just know like where he's at. And Hannah is just kind of like, well, that's Josh, isn't it? (laughs) This whole thing is so funny because she's like, you have to go tell Georgia right now. Cut cut to her (laughs) telling Georgia that that he is going to tell him, tell her this thing. While he's, like, just standing behind a bush. Like, it's so fucking weird. It's so crazy. Because next we see Molly sit down with Georgia. And she's like, so Josh is going to talk to you. But I'm going to do it anyways. Uh, He wants to get to know me more. (laughs) I'm like, are you kidding me? What is this, dude? (laughs) Georgia H says, you know, if he's your type, you should go that way. Uh, You guys have the green light. She doesn't. She doesn't make a fuss about it or anything. And as soon as that part is done, Josh walks over and Georgia is like, 
okay, let's just all do this together. You guys are totally good. Listen, we were just kissing and cuddling yesterday, so we will like a lot. So we will not be doing that anymore. Uh, And then Molly, all of a sudden, is like, "Oh, this is really between you two guys. I'm gonna dip." It was always between them. By the way, you never time. You never need to be here at all. Uh, Georgia says that she doesn't think the two of them are compatible. He says it is what it is. And they say that they will be friends and it won't be awkward. And I'll be honest. I kind of believe Georgia H. I don't think that it will be awkward. And I do think that they will continue to be casual friends, acquaintances, whatever. And we see Josh chat to Callum now and tells him that he has had some chats with Molly and they are vibing. He says they haven't done anything, but he wants to tell him first. Callum is like, listen, we are not a thing. Do what you have to do. I bet he's so sick of having people come up to him and be like, listen, I want to chat to Molly. Can I date your girlfriend? Uh, Georgia Harrison tells Arabella what has gone on with her and Josh and now how he wants to drop her for Molly. And she says, quite frankly, he can suck my balls, which I appreciated. Love that. Love the energy. (laughs) I really like Georgia Harrison. I'm liking her more and more. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and she says now she doesn't know where to direct her energy and she starts to get a little bit upset and Arabella tells her things are working out the way that they are so that better things can come your way. Yeah. His you... name is Anton. Oh my God. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Every time they chat and he's like, okay, well now that he's out of the way, we can start developing romantically. And she's like, Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Leave, leave my head cannon alone. All right. Well, as long as I could live here in reality. You live where you want. Whatever. Uh, and then it is bedtime. Mitch does not even have the good sense to sleep on the day bed. Like after his fight with Liberty. Like I feel like any other guy would sleep on the day bed sleep on the couch, sleep anywhere but in the bed with the person that he is pissed off to that level. Mm-hmm. He's such an idiot. Uh, Georgia Harrison says she is going to sleep outside. She says she just wants to remove herself from the situation. We see no cheeky cuddle with anyone. Ooh, a bit awkward tonight. It is a cold, lonely night. In the morning, we see Anton and Georgia both agree to go back to giving each other a fair shot like they were before Josh came in. And Josh tries his damnedest, I guess, to give Mitch advice. And he says, you know, you should not number the girls like top one, two or three. And I hope you have learned from that. And Mitch is like, I haven't learned shit, dude. I haven't, and in fact, I am opposed to learning that (laughs) lesson altogether. And he's like, ah, you can't hate me for just exploring, as if that were the issue. I mean, he's probably stupid enough to actually think that was the problem. Well, he already admitted the problem, so he's just like, I don't know what he's doing, you know? (laughs) Yeah. We see Liberty rehash the information about Mitch giving mixed messages and how she will not accept it. Don't bother even putting a pin in it. Like, there's no point to put a pin in it. But if, I mean, if you're really tracking things, go ahead, stick a pin in it. You should should, uh, shred it and then eat the papers like you're trying to hide your report card. 
just me? I don't condone that. Yeah, just you. Okay. In the boys' chat with Callum, Anton, Chris, and Lewis, Chris tells Callum that he thinks Molly still loves him. And Callum says, yeah, I think some part of her will always love me. And I, you know, I get that it's not nice to watch me crack on with someone, but it is what it is. And they all say that Georgia Steele is the best person for him. We see Molly crying on the terrace with some of the girls. And I wrote, you cannot pay me to give a shit about this. Just because it's so fake seeming to me. And so absurd. It doesn't feel fake to me, but it just feels fucking stupid, dude. Yeah. Like, if you break up because it wasn't working and you you want to rekindle things you can't you can't re- like approach it like you did something wrong so you fix it you have to be like okay let's do some diagnostics let's see where it went wrong let's see what you got to change let's see what i got to change cuz clearly it wasn't working the first time and if you just come into it like you have to change you have to do all the work like what's the point you know Especially when they both agree to everybody that it was a mutual breakup. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, the rest of the debriefs end with just everyone saying that they are open. And then we see a chat between Chris and Arabella. Chris asks what her mating call would be. This is the most Chris fucking bullshit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Them just making weird noises at each other. Uh, she just like makes a weird screaming sound. He guesses it's a screaming goat. He does one. Um, Arabella says that she feels like a giggling schoolgirl with him. Uh, I, I know this isn't relevant, but the, no- the the noise that he makes is the noise that that turtle makes when he's fucking a croc. <laughs> you know Maybe what that's about? what he was going for. That sounds I think like something. He was. <laughs> <laughs> that actually might be correct but i don't like that arabella goes from uh, you make me feel like a giggling schoolgirl" to chris being like i am sexually attracted to you i find you very sexually attractive okay then don't say don't don't say that though like, yeah sh- she's like um and he goes oh no no i'm not finished i'm also attracted to you not sexually Hey, don't mention your attractiveness, your attracted level in relation to sexual anything. Yeah, I mean, it seems a little bit obvious because everyone's hot. But at the same time, like, who doesn't want to hear that? I mean, when you're, you know, with somebody. But but it's also the worst way to phrase it. I I like you. It's like I even just like in a bubble. If someone says I'm attracted to you, not sexually. Don't say that. That's a bad sentence to say to someone. Yeah. (laughs) I'll give you that. It's not a nice sentence. (laughs) Uh, We see Callum ask Georgia S. her goal for the year. And she says she wants to meet someone nice. She says she's ready to stick with someone. Get through the bumps in a relationship. Really work at things to like make it a long-term situation with somebody. And Callum says that his goal was to learn the saxophone. (laughs) that's such a weird goal honestly that's so sick i love the saxophone really when there's some sax in a song that takes it to a different level it does kind of hit a little different yeah i love it i love it some sax and some synth did we play everything went numb at your wedding i don't know 
Oh, man. If we didn't, I should have. That's on me. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, next, we see Mitch chat with Arabella. Mitch says that he is very honest, and he said it, so it must be true. You can't lie about lying. <laughs> right. Uh she says that she is having the easiest conversations with Mitch, Toby, and Chris. She says she likes somebody with odd ears, which is interesting. And he tells her that she is in his top two. I wonder who else is up there. Uh, I don't. Surely not Liberty. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's still thinking about uh, what's her name from his season. Oh, Molly. His yeah. Molly. Yeah, his Molly. He's got yeah, a thing. Probably. She's on holiday with Zach at the moment. Zachariah. Oh my gosh. So cool. <laughs> we see Molly and Josh chat next. And Molly says she thinks Georgia H is pissed off still after uh, he called it off with her. And I just were like, I feel like she is allowed to be like, she doesn't need to feel nothing the way you pretend like you and Callum pretend that you don't feel anything. Like she, if she is pissed off, if Georgia H is pissed off about her situation with Josh, it has nothing to do with Molly. Mm-hmm. And like, she is not making anyone's life harder. She isn't being cold to Molly. Like she has been as agreeable as anybody can be. Like, and I just don't like the fact that Molly is like trying to make this drama and like this gossip between her and Josh. Where she's like, I think Georgia H is still really pissed off. And Molly brings up how Georgia has said that, her and him had cuddled before on the day bed, mm-hmm. which was like, obviously it was in front of everybody. And she acts like that's like a big deal. And for some reason, Josh says it's a lie that that didn't happen. Well, she, he said that so it only stupid. happened once. So, you know what I mean? Like what? Who said that it didn't? She said they kissed, kissed a bunch and cuddled a bunch. Well, they were kissing in bed. I know. So he's he's lying here. But it's just stupid. I feel like Molly's trying to make a problem out of a place that there is not a problem. Yeah. Seems leave like Georgia H. Leave Georgia H alone. She is not bothered about you. Don't be bothered about her. Damn, Chris Crocker. Uh, what? Chris Crocker. Is that the. Leave Brittany alone. Oh, mm, I don't know why. I thought you were talking about the teacher from Fairly Odd Parents. Interesting. I don't know who that is. That's Mr. Crocker, which oh, is okay. why my brain went there. You learn something new every day. <laughs> we see Anton chat with Georgia Harrison, and this is the most awkward I have ever seen him be. They're like standing in the pool. Arabella's nearby, and Georgia H is there with him. And he is explaining to Arabella kind of like the history, I guess, just in the short week that she wasn't there uh, between him and Georgia H and like what happened. And like we were talking and then Josh came in and then we weren't. And he is like grab. He's like touching her in weird places while he does it. And it's like it's the most awkward. I remember how like he was just on the day bed with her with his arms around her. And I was like, Anton, you're doing so well. Nothing has ever looked less natural than this conversation. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he's, he's talking like she's not even there. I know. It is kind of funny. It's like, just speak up, Georgia. You could tell mm-hmm. the story if you wanted. 
And then we see Arabella chat with Toby. She asks his favorite feature of hers, and he says eyes or lips. She says that she is drawn to him, and he says that if they talked this way on the outside, more would have happened. I mean, they already fucked. <laughs> what more? Am I, no, am I to believe? Didn't. Am I to believe, Toby, that you wanted a relationship with the woman? No, you didn't. Shut up. You, the only relationship, the only woman you want a relationship with is your mom, dude. You think? Yeah. <laughs> And then it's nighttime. Uh, Josh chats with Molly and he says that he wants to pursue her more than Georgia H. I feel like we've already gone over this and he thinks that they have more in common. Molly says that she is a slow burner and that uh, she remembers that he did not choose her for a date. Get over it. Get over yourself. Who? Which one? Both of them? Yeah. We are specifically Molly, but yeah. Mm, Right, 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 right. Anton chats with Georgia H and says that Josh was trying to wind him up about being a second option. And Georgia says that he is so much more mature and she would rather be with someone like him. And he says that they would make great friends either way. So he's like, you know, absolutely no pressure. Whatever happens, happens. I think that we'll be cool no matter what. And you know what? He's saying all the right things. He is. I I mean, you know this. He's saying them very weirdly. Sometimes. But I think this is the scene where he was kind of doing that like weird like Kubrick stare. He was like mm-hmm. he was like being a little funny, but I'm I'm not ashamed to say he was he looked hot. Anton looks good this season. He's baby girl. He's baby say. girl. Did you see? I did, did you see, see the Instagram story? He was so he was so cute. Anton. Uh, I mean, obviously, you were present for our Patreon of season five. I wasn't the biggest fan of Anton on his season. He had some funny moments. Uh, I mostly enjoyed him just for the kind of the cringe factor that is Anton. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I can't help it. I'm kind of falling for him this season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And next we see Callum and Georgia S chat. He says that he is genuinely excited to chat to her and get to know her. And she says that she is completely done with Toby. Callum says he thinks Toby is regretting his choice a bit. And it's nice to kind of see some emotion from Callum. He's like smiling. He looks happy. Mm. Which is like the first time we've really seen him smile through any of it. So it was like a very welcome change. Because he he just wants to be it, it to be reciprocated. Yeah, I don't think which that's is like too a very it's a very human thing. It's not unreasonable to want. Yeah, uh, but for some reason, it was not happening with Molly. Yeah, and as a listen, as a fellow stubborn woman, uh. I think if I if I felt whether it was my truth or not, if I felt like I had been neglected in a relationship with somebody that I like still loved, I think I would have a really hard time meeting them halfway. Like I would really, really need them to take more steps. But Mm -hmm. that being said, I have no idea what is really true from their relationship. I'm just saying if that's what happened, right? I part of me does uh kind of see where molly feels like i'm not meeting him halfway he needs to give me something concrete because i won't be hurt by this person again 
Right, which I think is a is a is a fine reaction. I think that's totally fair. But again, like that's not how relationships start. Or restart. Might be, right. I was gonna say it might be where they end, but Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh anyways, Maya walks in. She brings everyone to the fire pit. Love a surprise visit from Maya. And she tells Arabella that she has a very important choice to make and she may steal any boy. But before she does so, we have another bombshell. And it's Tyler, another savvy, heavy person. Mm. Kaz is shook. How did you feel about seeing Tyler? <sighs> listen, listen, listen. They mm. said his uh, MK Ultra activation word again and he showed up and did exactly what he was told to do oh my god well yeah i mean you can't beat around the bush and say he wasn't brought in here to disrupt whatever kaz is like whatever her experience was in the villa that's you cannot dispute that the way like maybe i could try to dispute it on our season seven rewatch on the patreon and but, also, I'm going to call it now, all of the X's to come in for the rest of the season, because apparently that's what this is. It's not All-Stars, it's X's. Mm-hmm. I think they are all going to pick their X, because that's what they were told to do. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess I will have to see what X it is next, because it also, I think, depends on the distance from this season i feel like it would matter mm-hmm. mm, maybe anyways um tyler's here now tall as can be and arabella makes her choice and she chooses chris which is pretty much what i had assumed she would do and now tyler has a choice to make he has to choose an islander and he chooses kaz and she's, again she's like literally why yeah, because his in his speech when he says, I'm choosing this girl, he says, uh, this is the only person I want to be coupled up with at this point or something like that. And when Maya asks Kaz how she feels, she's like, I didn't really think that was a reason. Uh, so I was pretty surprised. And Tyler, they kind of like start bickering up there. You know, they talk about how they haven't talked in two years. They have there are conversations to be had as we well know Mm -hmm. and uh, Maya asks if this is a good situation or not and Kaz just still kind of says that she is shocked and in in Arabella and Tyler choosing those two it leaves Demi and Lewis single and they are dumped whoa out of nowhere i love Bye. an out of nowhere dumping i do too unlike in normal life when i usually hate out of nowhere dumping <laughs> yeah yeah i understand that uh it was so funny because uh a friend of the podcast our friend corwin he is watching this season for the first time he has never watched another season of love island and he was watching this and he texted me and he was like, I don't understand. What does this mean that they are dumped? I was like, they're dumped. They're out of there. And he's like, that's not fair. And I'm like, Charge what do you the mean? Game, man. <laughs> I thought that was a funny take. That's not fair. Um, Maya Jamma told them they were dumped. What do you want? Uh, it's not fair that they can't have clocks. <laughs> yeah they don't know what time it is they don't they're know what day lied, it is they're being lied to by a man <laughs> watching them in a camera 
They did I wouldn't know. worry about fairness. They're being psychologically <laughs> tortured for our entertainment. We're in watching season... the Stanford prison experiment, and you're worried about fairness? In season 10, they didn't know about the submarine imploding. I know. That was, I remember when, we, when I shared that meme, I was like, holy shit. Because it's the only thing that people were talking about. Anyways, also, it's worth noting, still to this day, I'm upset that you deleted the joke you made about the submarine because you were like, it's I too- know. <laughs> what was the joke? It was a song, right? Yeah, it was a song, but I don't remember now. <laughs> what was it? We'll never know. Damn. It'll never come back unless Josh hears me and his brain remembers. Anyways. But it's also, it's not destructive. So I have that audio. I just don't oh. know the episode. Shit. Well, you should be able to figure it out by the timeline of the Somebody. Yeah, I'm not going to, though. <laughs> I'm going to wait for you to to do your thing where you're, you're like, huh, what episode was that? And then tell me, and then I'll nope. look at it. I will not do it. All right. Uh, everyone goes to hug them. We see them pack up and head out, and Maya is waiting for them outside for their final chat. They both say that they are shocked. Maya asks them how it was to come back. Lewis says it was amazing because he met Demi, but it was a very, very different experience for him. Uh, they both say, you know, we weren't in a couple, but we figured we were fine because we were the closest really out of anybody in the villa. Uh, and Maya asks about the kiss and if things had gone differently in terms of telling Kaz, uh, does she think the recoupling would have gone differently as well? Um, she, Demi sticks to the fact that there was no time and she says that she didn't really process the kiss. So she like, she wasn't ready at that time to like come out and tell Kaz and Liberty right away. Cause she hadn't really processed it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maya asks Lewis about the confrontation with Mitch. You know, he's like, that's just messy Mitch. It's who he is. And they both say that they do not think it will last with Mitch and Liberty. Duh. And they say that there is potential for them on the outside and off they go for real this time. That is the end of Lewis and Demi. R.I.P. Any, any parting thoughts for them? Don't care. <laughs> didn't Anyways. like Lewis. Didn't care about Demi. <laughs> and we open episode nine right after that dumping. We see Kaz and Tyler sit to chat. And Kaz says that since they broke up, they never had a conversation. So she kind of had to make up in her own head, you know, the reasons as to why things went the way that they did. Which, by the way, later on, we find out that he did reach out to her and she just didn't answer. Yes, numerous so, times. So you can't be like, I never got the closure I wanted when he reached out to give you closure. But that's fine. Yeah, I mean, she didn't say exactly that. She didn't say, like, I was missing the closure. She just says, we haven't talked since then, so I made up my own reasons. And we also don't know... Knowing that they broke up like two years ago, we don't know how far down the line he chose to reach back out. True. Very true. <laughs> Kaz asks why Tyler asked her to be his girlfriend in the first place. And he says, you know, he felt like that they went through a lot together. He agrees that he was a shit communicator. And Kaz says she felt really lonely in their relationship. He says he did appreciate her regardless of what she may think and that he did respect her. But he says it just didn't work out in the end. And I wrote, then why, then why pick her? 
Why did you pick her? Because the producer says he had to. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Liberty chats with Mitch next, and she says that after she found out about the thing with Demi, that she was very bothered because he didn't care about how she was feeling. Instead, he was just bantering back and forth with Demi. And Mitch says, you know, what he said to Demi was out of order. Lib asks if he is going to step up to the plate. I'm like, girl, be so fucking for real right now. What do you mean? Why would you even ask him that? You know your worth, right? You're not going to accept that, right? What do you mean? What plate? Why would he even have a plate in front of him to step up to? But he says yeah. yes. And then she's done. And then she kisses him. Yep. And it is worth mentioning that after all this time and everything that's happened to Liberty as she's wearing red lipstick, she is still not making it a priority to find transfer proof red lipstick. I I don't I can't handle it. I don't know. And I hate that because after she after she asks him if he's ready to step up to the plate. She tells him, you know, this is a boundary now. You know this. Like, if you want to get to know other people, just be honest with me. And he's like, the way you're handling this is so attractive. And she, like, sits up a little bit straighter after that and everything. And I'm like, this makes me ill. This is disgusting. And Kaz and Liberty chat after this about Tyler showing up, how shocked they both were. Kaz says that Tyler apologized for things, and it seems like he's owned up to some of his mistakes. Liberty asks if the door is open, and Kaz says, you know, he might be a different person to who he was a few years ago. I know that I am, so I will say that the door is open. Which is fair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kaz is the most reasonable person there. For sure. Yeah, I think so. And then we see Anton chat with Georgia H. They talk about Demi and Lewis being gone, how they feel like, you know, they're getting closer. They don't want to hold back anymore. And Georgia says that there is no one else she wants to get to know besides him. She's like, even with Josh here and even that comfortable, you know, feeling that I kind of had for like an ex, like knowing that I could kiss, cuddle, whatever, because we've been there before. She's like, I would still rather get to know you. Because I think that we have real potential. They both say that they are excited. Anton goes in for a kiss. And Georgia H. insists that they both take a hit of that breath spray. And then he was kind of weird about it. He's like, oh, yeah? You want the breath spray? Mm. Oh, yeah? You want Anton's breath spray? Mm. I was like, stop it. He did do a little bit of that. I think he felt awkward because like he was literally like just about to kiss her and she like stopped him for the sake of the breath spray for the meme. I guess she likes a bit. What can I say? We love a girl who loves a bit, actually. A bitty little bit. (laughs) Uh, But they have their first kiss. So. Put a pin in it. Put a bit in it. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, Molly is asked how she is and she says shit. And uh, it's Hannah and Georgia that are like upstairs in the dressing room with her. And they're like about Josh. And she says, nope, not interested in that. And then she just walks around pouting in her talking head. She just gets emotional. And she has the nerve to say that she had hoped that he would come to the same realization as her, which is apparently that she wants him. 
uh, but he didn't. And I'm like, first off, he has barely chatted to Georgia and he wanted you before. Like he wanted to have these conversations before and you didn't want him to. You forced him to mm-hmm. find a connection with another person. What is the same? Play stupid games. Win stupid. stupid can't have it both ways, babes. <laughs> Georgia Steele comes out and tells Callum about the awkwardness with Molly and how she feels responsible that Molly is feeling like shit. Callum is like, she kissed other people here because he hasn't even that Georgia Steele and him have not even kissed at this point. Um, and he tells her not to beat herself up about it and that, you know, that is the way Molly is processing it and that they cannot change that. <clears throat> we see Georgia Steele ask Toby why he told the boys that he could have her on the outside if he wanted to. And this becomes a huge fucking thing, which is so, so stupid for him Toby to lied. like. For him to get hoity-toity and be like, I would never say something like that. Uh, and Georgia says, listen, that's what Callum told me. Please don't say that. You could not have had me on the outside. Also, not so sure about that. Just I based- think he totally could have had a- had you on the outside. Just based on their short history in this villa together, I'm just mm-hmm. saying the data looks different. Um, Toby says that he said it could have happened on the outside. It could have them, but you know, it would have been on both of their sides. He's not saying that he had the power to make the decision. Mm -mm. It's equal. Brendan equal. You know, that Toby, you know, that Toby believes in equal rights, (laughs) especially to, to bitches. I mean, women, sorry. (laughs) So Toby goes to confront Callum and he says, you know, why would you have told her that? And he's like, oh, because it's what you said. (laughs) Uh, uh, And he's like, you said you could have done this on the outside. Toby plays the semantic game. Uh, Callum is like, you know exactly what you meant. And that is how I took it. Toby calls him snaky. He gets again. He gets like all high and mighty being like, I would never do this to another man. This was boys chat. All this bullshit um Anton voice chat is not sacred all right this isn't the (laughs) 60s anymore voice chat is not sacred you Mm -hmm. can't just talk shit about someone and then expect everyone to be chill with it yeah i agree with that uh anton gets involved and he's like he like gives him the most diplomatic version of what he could have meant and he's like was it this uh and Toby's like, see, why can't you just relay it that way? And it's like, if that's what you meant, let's say, let me give you the grace to say that's what you meant, which I know is a lie. Why don't you just say it that way? Then? Why don't you just take accountability for your own words and be what is like, it? What, did, what was that? What, did, what word was that? Accountability. Uh, why is it just it's up to other men to ensure that they are all painted in the most positive mm-hmm. light mm-hmm. uh just be decent and people wouldn't assume what you obviously meant by the way right and toby continues to bitch at callum about how apparently you know he did everything wrong anton is just standing there being like guys this none of this changes the outcome of what has happened it doesn't change the way Georgia feels about it. It does. It changes nothing. Oh, my little honey. He's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Toby goes on the terrace with Kaz and Chris, and he's just like, oh, that was so crazy. Callum relayed this boys chat. 
And the other boys, even downstairs, besides Anton, is saying that, you know, bro, it was a boys chat. He felt like it was in confidence that he said that. And then you told Georgia. And Callum is like, listen, he's pissed because he left Georgia behind. He tried to move on to Molly. That didn't work. Arabella didn't pick him. That didn't work. And he's like, Anton, am I right? And Anton's like, oh, I'm so sorry. My mouth is full of food. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, No, thank you. (laughs) I do think he actually agrees with him, though. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Um, Chris and Arabella chat on the terrace. They're very cuddled up on the couch. They both say that they are happy to be in a couple. They have a lot of kissing, like a lot of kissing. These As soon as they kiss for the first time, they like don't stop kissing. And it's very aggressive kissing, too. It's aggressive. It's like very kind of like passionate. And as I think Chris says it at one point, it's like sex kissing. It's like the the kissing you do when you are having sex. Uh, and that's what, no, that's what sex is, right? What is? Yeah, you just no, kiss. Mm-hmm. That's it, right? It's kissing. Yeah, no, it's kissing. Okay. Um, and Chris's glasses. You kiss even... where you pee, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on from that. <laughs> then it's bedtime. And I I made a point to say this, but I don't think anyone else will care. They played over by churches again. I have never noticed Love Island to use the same song uh, twice, but they played this on season 10. And now they're playing it now. And you can't get one over on me. Not for churches. You can't get over churches. over on you? yeah <laughs> good one thank you uh hannah and anton say that they love each other at bedtime they're so cute i love those two mm-hmm. and arabella and chris have more very passionate kisses that i don't want to talk to you about so we're gonna move on to the morning <laughs> uh anton and georgia h both lead the good morning announcement this is where i said that anton is so baby girl this morning so cute Mitch brings Liberty her coffee in the debriefs. Tyler says that he knew he needed to couple up with Kaz because he didn't feel like he could just come in and crack on with someone else and not have those conversations with her as if he could not have conversations with her without being coupled up with her, but whatever. Um, Arabella tells the girls about her kiss with Chris. She says he was a really good kisser. Anton tells the boys about his kiss with Georgia and he says he is excited and it feels good. When Georgia H talks about the kiss, she says that it didn't have the wow factor, but that every time she's had that kind of wow factor, it's been a really, really toxic relationship that like burns really hot and then like goes cold. So she's like, maybe it's a good sign that I didn't have that spark that everyone talks about being so magical. (laughs) Maybe it's good that I'm not attracted to him in any way, shape or form. And then this is where I said, Toby has nothing but the nerve to call Callum a dweeb. There are more conversations about the drama from last night between the two of them. I'm over it. Hopefully they are at this point too. And then the debriefs are over. Liberty has a weird chat with Tyler where she says she doesn't want him to feel uncomfy, but as Kaz's best mate, she needs to tell him that if he wants to crack on with her, he needs to come with the energy because she deserves that. And, you know, she plays this whole, like, listen, I'm the best friend and you have to get through me and like you have to be respectful and Kaz is a queen and don't get me wrong. I think Kaz is a queen, but like 
uh tyler is pretty much like you know i have no idea what direction i'm headed hold on chill out (laughs) he's like i don't really know if i'm if if we will even uh consider rekindling things so maybe we'll we'll put that on hold and then we see uh callum and molly chat on the terrace callum tells her that every time that they have spoken in the villa he has come to her he's like never come over to talk to me about anything and she says that she feels like he has confused her all week and she does not understand why he didn't just come to her and say let's put in the work into getting back together He's like, you want me to say that to you while you were, like, literally kissing other guys? And, and then, then she, she has no response for it. She, she just cries. Crying, which is, like, t- totally, like, uh, I don't, I have no excuse for that. And I, you, you've made a valid point that I can't rebut. So I'll cry, I guess. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. Uh, and she just says that she knew this was going to happen. Then why did you tell him to do it? <laughs> And then Callum, who doesn't seem to either he doesn't want to deal with these emotions or he doesn't know how to, is immediately like, Arabella, come deal with it. <laughs> come deal with her. She's crying. Tapping out. <laughs> and Callum goes to chat to Anton and he says that he had, you know, he had this chat with Molly and she was upset. Anton is like, listen, she was exploring her options while you just sat back and watched. And Callum says that she just wanted to hear that he wanted to be back together, but he was always saying that it would be great for them to work on things, but things would have to change, Uh, which apparently she wasn't interested in discussing any further because that's always where the conversation died. Um, And he just says, you know, we process things differently. I still care about her, but we, you know, we have to move forward. Uh, Molly starts to manifest with Arabella and Liberty a man. She's like, I need a man. Let's manifest a man. I was like, you have literally not even spoken to Josh. You were apparently pursuing things with Josh. So I guess this is like a track. Like, this is just what she does. She like has a conversation with a guy where they talk about getting to know each other further. And then she just doesn't talk to them. Even she ghosts them and they live in the same villa. <laughs> Cause she did this with Chris after their mm-hmm. kiss. Um, and now, you know, she tells Josh that he's the only person in that villa that she's interested in getting to know. And then she does not talk to him anymore. And then Arabella gets a text and she is going on a date with Chris. So we see them get ready and head out. They arrive to a lake pond body of water. Reservoir. (laughs) Maybe. I love a reservoir. I think it was a reservoir because it was in a a vineyard and it looked like pretty man-made. Mm. Uh, they have a little uh, paddle boat so Chris rolls them out a little bit they pop some champagne they chat uh, Arabella asks you know why he's kind of the class clown that he is and he says you know he's deeply insecure which I think we know is um a pattern with comedians maybe uh, nope I'm very secure oh okay I wasn't talking specifically about you I mean- uh, I'm very very secure. <laughs> okay. All right. Never mind. I just thought you knew com- you knew other comedians. <laughs> no, no, so, I'm you just know? Okay, yes. Yes. Very true. <laughs> uh she says that he seems to make jokes to keep people at like kind of like an arm's length, and he says he absolutely does. He kind of says, like, oh, like I feel like you can like see through me. Um, and he says he is excited to get to know her more and that she looks delicious. Uh, and then they cuddle up on one side of the boat. They do 
more of that kissing that they love to do. They certainly like to kiss. <laughs> and back at the villa, we see Callum chat with Georgia asked about the chat he had with Molly. He says it's completely done now. And Georgia S says that if he wanted to chat to her still, like she would step back. She says, I'm not competing with like a three or four year relationship, which is fair. We see Hannah sit with Tyler, which is interesting because we haven't seen much of Hannah, to be honest. I'm, I'm glad that she's still there because I do love her, but she doesn't have a lot going on. Uh, she says that she isn't much of a flirter, so she doesn't really have anything going on. She says that, you know, she thinks maybe she's been friend zoned and he's like, do you kind of get, like get that as like that a thing for you? And she's like, oh, yeah, very much so. <laughs> yeah, that'll be me. <laughs> He asks for her top three and if he would be in it. And she says for sure. And that he has a very chilled vibe and Kaz or uh, Tyler. I'm sorry. Says he uh, wants to navigate things respectfully because Kaz, his ex is here, uh, but he wants to do the best by him as well. Georgia asks chats with Toby and Toby says, you know, them being there together or something was always going to happen. Things were going to turn weird eventually. And Georgia says the way things were delivered to her was hurtful. And she says, you know, we have to stay away from each other. Toby says, whatever happens, happens. And I'm sure in her telling him that what he, the way information was delivered to her was hurtful. I'm sure she was hoping for some kind of apology or acknowledgement. She gets, she will have none of that here. Uh, Kaz and Tyler chat next. And Kaz says that she's glad he's here. She was worried that they would bicker a lot. She asks where he's at in life now, and he says he doesn't want to put too much pressure on himself, which is not really an answer. Maybe that's his way of being like, I'm unemployed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's his way of saying, I'm not going to be in a relationship, so don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> and he asks about where she's at and like her last relationship, and she's like, mm, it was you, actually. Uh, but she says that when she is done with somebody, she is really done. And she says, you know, when they broke up, it was strange because she's like, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time together. So it wasn't the normal breakup where we break up and all of a sudden I'm like, who am I going to do these things with? Or, oh, no, this person isn't around anymore. Because she's like, you really weren't there. And he does apologize for how things went down, um, which is nice. She seems to appreciate it. I think that they're in a fine place. And then Chris and Arabella come back from their date. They tell everyone how it went. Which brings us into the nighttime, where we have a fire pit game. We haven't had any regular games. I actually didn't think about that, which is totally mm. fine. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the fire pit games are fine for this type of thing. Um, <clears throat> X on the beach, as it were. So the game is popping off. It is a game we've seen before. It's where the Islanders have a balloon. They have to pop between two people. And then there's a sex position. Yes, most often. <laughs> And uh, there is a dare inside to do. So <clears throat> Georgia H must drink out of the sexiest Islanders belly button. She chooses Anton. Still, I I don't like when they do things with belly buttons. I think that's so gross. That's my that's my zone. You don't get there. It's your what? That's my zone. You're you don't you don't belong there. Yeah, I don't want anyone involved in my belly button. Uh, Chris. He want also it's worth noting. So Chris chooses Kaz to pop this balloon, and he wants to do it by scissoring, and it looks very uncomfortable. We've talked about um, uh, the scissoring sex position between an anatomical male and female, and how 
absolutely horrendous that sounds. And it didn't look good. It didn't mm. look good even there with their clothes on. But they popped the balloon, so it got the job done. The dare is to give a strip tease to someone other than your partner. And uh, Chris chooses Kaz, so he gives her a strip tease. And Josh is just screaming, get the jeans off! Get the jeans off! <laughs> and he gives her a kiss as well, which was nice. This kind of, the game goes off the rails. There is, nobody seems to get mad at anybody for almost, for almost anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler, end. yeah. <laughs> Tyler must snog the Islander who he thinks really fancies him, and he kisses Kaz. Arabella must snog the two boys she fancies the most, and she chooses Chris and Torbs. Kaz has to say what couple she thinks has the most potential and who has the least. And for most, she says Chris and Arabella. She's like, it seems like they're getting on really well. And for least, Hannah and Anton, because she's like, you guys are not even pretending. That's a possibility. And Liberty is confused in her talking head as to <laughs> as to why Kaz wouldn't choose her and Mitch. Because uh, Mitch sucks really bad. She's like, is Kaz seeing something I'm not seeing? Yep. Are yes, you is. blind? Everyone's seeing something you're apparently not seeing. Even Mitch sees it. Mitch must fake an orgasm in the ear of who he wants to share a night in the hideaway with. And he says he's going to be messy. So I was for sure he was going to go for somebody else. But he does mm-hmm. go for Liberty. But he just grunts like a weirdo. And you can tell he gets like, really self-conscious about having to do that. Yeah, I... He did it. We- he was like aggressive. It wasn't even like coming. It was just like. <laughs> did you say e- it's not? E- did you say cummy? Coming. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got very like self conscious about it because somebody like said something about it, and he was like snappy. Hannah must sexy crawl and snog who she fancies the most, and she goes for Tyler. Josh must give his most passionate kiss to who turns him on the most. He goes for Molly, who looks incredibly uncomfortable. She does not look like she wants that kiss at all. Uh, Georgia Steele must snog the Islander she thinks is boyfriend material, and she snogs Callum, who gets the exact... Like, the next one is he must snog his girlfriend material. And Mitch is fucking messy, and he's like, oh, reckon it's Molly? But he snogs Georgia Steele, obviously. Mm-hmm. Toby must kiss three Islanders to make up his perfect girl. And I both hate and love this one, because, like, it's kind of mean, but, like, it always brings drama. Like, do you remember when to- uh, Tom had oh, to I do remember. it? I remember. <laughs> That's what I think of every single time. So he chooses Molly for face, Kaz for body, and Arabella for personality. I don't know if that's the right answer. I don't know if there is one. Uh, no, Molly, I, think, I think it's designed to not have a right answer. But Well, I guess I, by right answer, I mean like what my answer would be. Mm. Anyways, Molly must snog who she wants to spend a night with besides your partner and she kisses Torbs. Anton must demonstrate three sex positions with an Islander of your choice. He chooses Kaz. Things are like really going off 
like the uh things are like going crazy now especially mm-hmm. anton's sex positions he was like getting very into it he was magic miking it for sure <laughs> uh arabella has to say which islander is most likely to talk behind your back and she says mitch because he talks a lot of shit but then she follows it up with a kiss which I think he would have like had something to say, but then the kiss confused him. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was honestly very smart of her to it do disarming. it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Toby must snog the Islander whose clothes he wants to rip off. He chooses Molly. Mitch has to say, and this is the final one, I believe. He has to say, which Islander do you think is the most loyal in a relationship and who is the least? And uh, he says, Toby is the most loyal embarrassing so crazy and that arabella is the least he just wanted to hurt her yeah and it's like but it's like so it's so transparent that's like how i like how could you even let that land arabella like because that it's obviously coming from nowhere i know and she's like well considering we like chris and i are the only ones in like a real situation kind of thing happening right now i don't know what you're talking about uh, and he's like, oh, no, Liberty and I are in a situation or whatever. And Liberty, like, again, sits up a little straighter. Like, mm, he acknowledged me. And it's so sad. And Arabella says to Liberty that Mitch was the one cracking onto her while they were supposedly in a situation. And she's like, you know, I think maybe it was even Kaz who said, it, I don't know. Like, you don't even choose Liberty, your partner as loyal, who, by the way, has stuck with you after all of your messiness so far this season girl embarrassing mm-hmm. and this episode ends and we see a sneak peek that we have two bombs dropping tomorrow we have terrace tom himself mm. and uh sophie who is from season six i believe wow i i skipped the tomorrow night like i always do so terrace tom huh terrace tom is back I do wonder who he's going to go for. I don't know if there's anyone super his type. Uh, Maybe Georgia Steele or Georgia Harrison. Maybe. He likes darker hair, though, I feel like. Because he had a thing with Zara, with Sammy, with Liv. Which, by the way, if Liv doesn't come in, I'm going to lose my shit. I know. She has to. So, Anyways, that's the end of week two part one for love island all-stars yay yay we will be back on sunday for the rest of the week patreon.com slash not friendship island pod instagram.com slash not friendship island pod rate and review is five stars where you listen wherever you listen and yeah we'll see you sunday we love you bye 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 Creepers.